0: Hey, what's going on? Back at it again. It's the T-Penny Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Jones. Good to see you. And tonight I brought a guest along with me, and he's been on the show before, but we did just NFL power rankings and bullshit like that. And since our our boys, the Broncos, suck so bad that um, people are begging for them not to be shown on TV anymore, that uh, we decided we'd have a regular podcast tonight because it's not worth talking about. The NFL is horrible. My fantasy team is... Um, like five hundred for the year it's just it's just not a good year but I got Mike back on so what's going on Mike
1: oh not much I figured I'd come on here and actually try to entertain people then talk about a bunch of stuff clearly I have no idea about so <laughs> we were both fun.
0: way wrong when it came to the. <laughs> oh,
1: I've been telling God. people you know the good thing about this week is I can watch the Broncos lose at 8 30 in the morning on Sunday and then I can just move on with my my the rest of my weekend it- yeah, that's
0: yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's uh it'll be a good thing that they're in London this week. So we <laughs> we can get over with, we can get the sadness over with in a hurry.
1: Yeah. Well, at but, least um, their their low score will be popular there because it's more like a soccer match.
0: Yeah, they'll like that. You know, the soccer the soccer fans, the soccer ladies will love that. Um and I guess what, I shouldn't do that. That was like um sexual appropriation there.
1: Me saying that well, the you're soccer ladies. Mostly talking about Zebo or uh, I, I assume. Yeah, yeah, pretty. No, not really. He's not a lady.
0: He's he's got a wiener. He the even sock- cooks wiener. He's got such a wiener that he cooks them all day long. <laughs> he, he, Um, I don't know if he wants me to share this story, but I do know that he had a uh, like a hazardous waste cleanup in the back seat of his car today. One of his children decided to oh, no. spew the chocolate that was fed to her at school. Poor little thing. But that's a, that's nasty, and, and that smells. Vomit smells so bad that I mean, first of all, I don't want to hear people gagging and vom- I mean, it's like the Stand by Me movie and Lardass, um, you know, scene when he's he starts puking and everybody at the entire pie eating contest starts puking. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you are with it, but I mean, you've got you've got three kids at home, so you're probably used to a little bit of puking and pooping.
1: So we haven't got a lot of puking, actually. However, uh, we were going to go to a pumpkin patch last Sunday for Halloween. and uh, The windy one? <laughs> oh, it was terrible. Uh, it's so full of dirt clouds. It was just... I, There was nothing exciting about it for me. Even even without the wind, I, I wouldn't have been very excited because it's just such a hassle to go do all that stuff. But it's good for the kids. But I think uh, when my oldest son, Talcon, he's four, uh, the Saturday night before, he, he just... He busts into, or no, we we hear him messing around in the kitchen, like with the, the metal pots and stuff. And we're like, Telkin, what are you doing? And he's like rifling through. So Amber runs out there and she sends him to me. And he, he I run into to the toilet and he starts puking in the toilet. And, uh, <laughs> and we're like, dude, what happened? And he's like, well, I was looking for a bowl so I could puke in the bowl. We're like, why don't you just go to the bathroom? <laughs> he's like, so he has a bunk bed with his three-year-old little brother. So he's on top, and the, and Paddock's on the bottom. And he goes, "Well, I woke up and I started. It came out, and so I was holding it in my mouth and climbed down the ladder, and I was trying to go find a bowl to to puke it all into. And so it's like, <laughs> holy I mean, cow!
0: It's nice. That he's trying to be courteous, and at the same time, he's he's going to puke in a
1: bowl. And what did just, you? He held it in his mouth the whole way down the ladder and into the kitchen. <sighs>
0: That's so hard to do. I remember. I mean, <laughs> holding chunks is so hard. I can't even imagine what it's was like for a little guy. But I mean, what did you tell me the other day that you had? Um, we were talking about Mike's hot honey because uh, I I recently got a bottle of Mike's hot honey and I was putting it on pizza. I've tried it on chicken. I've been putting on that shit on. I mean, it's on it's on everything now. But um, you told me that you you got some of that like when you ordered pizza or something. And uh,
1: yeah, we kicked, the, we the cooked a frozen it. a fancy frozen pizza from target or something for dinner
0: oh, was it digiorno
1: no it was some fancy shit i'd never heard of oh. uh but you're supposed to put the hot honey on the whole pizza and eat it and i i forgot that when i made it and so i left the little packet of hot honey on the counter and yeah. i come out in the morning and talking goes dad what was that stuff on the counter? I said, what are you talking about he's like in that white packet and i'm like <laughs> looking around and uh i'm like are you talking about the, the honey packet? And he's like, Yeah. And I was like, Well, that was cinnamon honey. He's like, Oh, that was good. And so I looked next to it, and there's an empty little packet of honey. And he had climbed and grabbed these tiny little pair of scissors that are, you know, for little kids off the refrigerator that look like a dog. And he had climbed up on the counter, grabbed them off the top of the refrigerator, climbed back down, across the kitchen, back up onto another counter, cut it open, and left all of his evidence there for everybody to see. <laughs> <laughs> and he ate it. And he, he sucked all the honey out of the packet, not, not having any idea what it was. That'll burn that
0: booty. <laughs> oh man, kids are crazy, man. They, I mean, and and your kids are awesome, but they're definitely crazy. Um, I just can't. Even, I can totally see him like climbing all over the kitchen cabinets and oh, they're all know, over. just pretending like you know it's it's normal.
1: You know, we told but, them, you know, we've had a but It's an instant spanking, like to get on the counter. But they both do it all the time. Like we can't stop. Yeah, they're stop like, them.
0: give me that spanking. I ain't scared of your spankings, Dad. No,
1: they're not at like, all. Mom, mom ain't
0: mom ain't spanking as hard. You know?
1: No, I don't know. She's she starting... might spank harder than I do. She probably
0: does. She probably <laughs> spanks you
1: hard. Well, that she probably spanks you real hard. That's got something. That's a whole different story. <laughs> that's a story we won't tell. Tonight.
0: <laughs> um, out of fear of Amber, you know. Hearing it, and then the repercussions of wanting to beat up, beat beat me up too. I'll be banned from coming and visiting.
1: Oh, she's already but, uh, told me she has no interest in listening to any of these.
0: Oh, that's good. Because she, <laughs> she accidentally heard one of mine one day pop up on the Spotify. I'm sure she's like, I don't ever want to hear him talk again. But um, you know, speaking of smells, I um, you know, we both uh work in a similar industry. Um, for those that don't know, we work in the auto industry for our you know, our day jobs are real jobs, but um I was I had the unfortunate experience of the other day of a transient homeless person um coming into the you know, the dealership and I just happened to be sitting by the door and I was like, Oh no. I gotta say hi to this guy and so I'm like, Hey, how are you doing? And he goes, You don't have any Spare change, do you? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> he walked into a dealership and asked for spare change. I mean, he's not even over there. You know, he's not even trying to get it at the Seven Eleven or the Burger King. He's uh, he's walking into businesses asking for it. And Did he
1: actually sound like Lurch? Uh,
0: he, he sounded he sounded pretty bad. He, um, he sounded he sounded pretty rough. <laughs> and uh, he, but he smelled so bad. <laughs> Like, I don't, I think I, after smelling it, I envisioned this guy's last shower or, ba- or bathing experience was probably somewhere around 1987. It was, I mean, I, I can't even describe it. Um, I put it on the puke level as far as, you know, as pungent, the right
1: word? As pungent. yeah. Uh, yeah. It sure is. It was. Putrid, pungent.
0: Putrid, pungent. It was, you know, it was. You know, uh, it was disgusting, and you know, finally the guy left, but his smell lingered. Like it was like I mean, he just had a. I mean, it was permanent. It was permeating our entire existence. And I,
1: um, we had a trade in once. It was a it was a alien green soul, and this car inside had the worst smell I've ever experienced. I bet he was worse than this homeless guy It was so bad Nobody could even get in the car Just to move it Let alone like put it on a, a truck To send it to the auction um, oh. But you know, I don't know what happened in that car It was like a mid-twenties woman That traded it in But I don't know if she had a kid That spilled like a gallon of milk in that And it just baked in the Texas sun or what But it was the worst smell I had ever smelled
0: Oh, I um, There was a car that was traded in one time And I happened to jump in it to move it out to the bullpen To where we keep all the cars And I was like, oh, hey, this is bad I was like, nice. this smells rotten And so I roll the windows, get it out there And I'm like, I walked inside and I told one of the mechanics, Tony I said, hey dude, go out there and see what, what, what you think that smell is And he's like, I don't want to go I said, go smell it and so he goes out there and he comes back, he goes, There's something dead in that car. <laughs> I'm like, I gotta know what it is. I can't I I mean that that that's bad. Anyway, there was there was a dead rat. Oh my god. Um underneath the back seats. Like it had gnawed through something and got into the underneath the seats. Uh but they found it, it was disgusting.
1: I, I would do but, similar uh, on that car when it was sitting like out on the stoop, just sitting there. I I would have sales guy after sales guy say, hey, can you go? There's like a smell in this car. Can you try to tell me what that is exactly? (laughs) And, you know, nobody would even get their head like three inches inside before you just see him whip back out. And like, just look at me through the window like you're a monster.
0: You know what is amazing (laughs) is how stupid humans are. I mean, somebody tells you something smells really bad. And nobody ever tells you, "Hey, do you know what that smells? That smells like Bed Bath and Body Works." Why don't you walk in there? No, it's always a bad smell, like yo. But as humans, and maybe just guys—I mean, girls probably aren't doing it—but I mean, we'll go and you know, we got to take a sniff. I mean, it's it's um, it's disgusting. I think part of the nasty human nature, but um, it's. You know, it's like when parents check the diapers, it's like you can do a visual test, but no, they open the diaper and give it a nice little sniff, and it's like, you guys are disgusting. Or they'll, or they like do the squeeze test in the crotch. It's like, how is that not traumatizing for a kid? You know, they're trying to check the wetness of the diaper. Um, You know, I was a parent and I did it as well, but it's like, I don't know, there's so many disgusting things you do as a parent. You don't think, you don't find it disgusting because it's your kids, I guess, but.
1: There, there was a kid I knew in high school, and I guess to preface the story, so my high school was very small in northern Wyoming, and there was 29 kids in my graduating class, and by the time we graduated, six of those were girls. Uh, and so it was just full-on shenanigans at my school. But uh, So, you know, the locker, the gym locker room, everybody has their own locker, and you keep your gym clothes and stuff in there. And I, there was a kid in my class, he's still a pretty good friend today, uh, he got suspended I think for two or three days, because when nobody was in there, he went into another kid's locker and grabbed his shoe, and took a dump in his shoe and put it back in his <laughs> locker. <laughs> That's
0: so foul. <laughs> so oh. the
1: kid goes to gym class and pulls out his shoe, and this turd is just sitting, like peeking out <laughs> of the shoe. That's a good aim.
0: Yeah, you know, I just uh, got poop in this shoe. But uh,
1: imagine explaining that to your parents too. Uh, my my buddy uh, Keith—I'll say his
0: name. I don't even care. I hope he hears <laughs> this. He'll he'll tell the story himself. But um, there was a kid named David Weinmeister. That was his name. And so he was like a ju- uh, underclassman. I think we were seniors. And uh, there was a, uh, a assembly, a full school assembly going on in the gymnasium, and. David Weinmeister was sitting in the front row, and Keith goes, "Watch this! I'm gonna go fart in his face." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." So he walks over, and Keith grabs his head and shoves David's face right in his ass, and just, <laughs> you know, pushes. And Keith turns around, like this look of surprise on his face. He shit himself. Shit himself. <laughs> right. Instant karma. I mean, just shit himself right there in front of the whole school, right in front of, right on Dave's face.
1: Um, yeah, I had another uh, classmate almost get beat up by our our gym teacher and girls basketball coach because he crop dusted him <laughs> and it was so bad that the coach like lost his mind he was like ready to attack this kid that's that's uh, I uh I don't know I want to mess around with those gym teachers
0: there's freaky people but um I was gonna ask you speaking of smelly people um Bad breath. Bad breath. Uh, everybody's had bad breath. I don't care if you've... I'm not talking about halit... I mean, some people have halitosis or whatever. Or they have a real condition that causes their bad breath. Or they have bad oral hygiene, and rotten teeth, whatever the fucking thing is. But it's all disgusting. And I wish that more people... I wish we could normalize just telling somebody, yo, you need a Tic Tac, or you need a piece of gum, or you need to brush your teeth, or whatever it is. Because I've sat there especially in our business when we have like salesmen come up to the desk or they're leaning over and you know, oh. talking to us or whatever. And you get that hot heated cigarette, Copenhagen, uh, onion, have not brush our teeth all day.
1: Breath, thick, bloody looking gums, poofy. Oh like.
0: God. Disgusting. Um, you know, we're talking Andrew Belden type shit, but, um,
1: <laughs> Same it's with, a... like, long fingernails, too, like, <laughs> oh, equally as bad. Oh, he had those, too. He Andrew
0: did. had those claws, man. Those things were, oh,
1: and, God, I feel and, so bad. I
0: I love Andrew, but, I mean, oh, the poor covered,
1: bastard. Covered in tar from dipping tobacco. Like,
0: He committed a corner of his mouth, sir, all that. He's got dribbling <laughs> the food down his shirt. He's spilling his coffee everywhere he walks.
1: And his wife um, made I'm him st- shit at work because... The yeah. shits were too big to shit at the house.
0: <laughs> She's like, You do that at work. Don't you ever do it here again. <laughs> and, you know, I got that video of him falling down oh, in the showroom. God. Oh, I should, I wish I, if we were showing, if we were on video, I'd show that. That is so fucking hilarious. But, um, you know, gum. I was thinking about this because people chew gum. And I remember as a kid, have you ever, do you chew gum or did you? No, when you were younger?
1: I, I, I did when I was younger, but I despise gum. I, I can't stand I'm, it. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm kind of the same way. I don't. I don't despise it. I don't like watching people. Smack I don't their like fucking smelling gum and... that's
1: in somebody else's mouth, like across the room.
0: Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but speaking of which, when you were a kid, did you ever swallow your gum by accident? I'm sure I probably did. Yeah, I did, and and it wasn't even a big deal. You know, it goes down pretty easy. But if you ever tried to eat a piece of gum, like I mean, I'm talking <laughs> like chew that shit down. Like no, I'm gonna no. eat this piece of gum. I'm gonna eat it. I'm gonna eat it and swallow it.
1: I it does not You can do It that. doesn't work
0: No I don't think you can I want to meet I want to meet The fucking psycho That can do that <laughs> That can actually Chew up the piece of gum And eat it You might be able to do it With like a crusty old piece Of like You know the cinnamon gum Or whatever it was It was hard as a rock And didn't really You know it flaked off When you would bite it Cause um You know Thinking about I mean Gum will fight back That shit will fucking You ain't swallowing me
1: But well, the, uh, the reason I Hate it so much Is because In when I was growing up, the only gum my mom would have in the house was Dentine Ice, which is yeah. like the little packet gum that you'd pop out of the plastic pieces. But what would happen is yeah. if, you know, most gum you can chew on for a half hour, no problem. This gum, yeah. you would chew it, and it would start to, like, disintegrate in your mouth, so you'd have these tiny little rubber pieces, like, stuck in the crevices uh, of your mouth, and you'd be picking worst. it out. That, that was the point I stopped chewing gum, because it was just so disgusting. Yeah, it's just...
0: It's not right. But all in all, I just think people are far too, I don't think people are aware. Because obviously everybody has a certain scent. Everybody's got their odor or whatever. But I don't think very many, I mean, I know that uh, I've heard about the liver king on TikTok. I've heard about these people that, you know, they're like, you don't, your body doesn't need deodorant. Your body doesn't need anything. It's, it's, you know, it's like a vagina, just self-cleaning. No, it's not. Um, your body is not a vagina. And, well, some people's are. But it's like St. Joe, huge vagina. Anyway, um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he, he's not. He's a giant man. He'd probably thump me to death. But anyway, um, you know, people are just far too okay with smelling bad and being natural. Like me in the morning before, I, even, I mean, I shower twice a day. I do it before I go to bed. And for some reason, I shower before I go to work. And, I don't even work out anymore because I'm just a fat bastard, and I don't care. Um, so there's no real reason, probably, other than, you know, get my hair wet and comb it
1: and just wash it off. But You're still trying to get some squeeze, though.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, I mean, I want to, like, be a—I mean, I want to smell good. I mean, I, I wear deodorant, you know. I, I make—you know, it's, it's important. I think you should put a little spray of cologne on every day if you're going to work, um, if you're going to be in public— Try to smell nice. It's important.
1: Well, if there's one thing I learned in COVID, it's that my breath does not smell that good.
0: I think a lot of people, I think people, that's the one <laughs> that was the one benefit of COVID. You didn't, you, you, people had to smell their own bullshit.
1: Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, It just goes right in your nose holes. It's
0: like, ooh, this ain't right. You know, go eat you a nice um, Jersey Mike sub with some extra onions and, uh, breathe that hotness in all day
1: so at, at work we have a sales guy who is kind of a naturalistic type guy like you're talking about but he's a he's an in, like from india and so yeah. finally yeah. my boss told him he had to quit because in the morning he would eat raw cloves of garlic with honey and oh. then he, he would come into work and you know, even if you brush, it don't fucking matter, dude. That garlic comes out your skin. Yeah, and so this guy just reek like of garlic every juice. day. And my boss is like, "You gotta, like, you have to quit this." And he's like, "It's so good for you," and he's like, "It is not good for your sales. <laughs> like, you gotta quit."
0: <laughs> it's not good for your empl- your fellow employees. It's not good for the dealership. You smell like a like fucking Dracula, you know, <laughs>
1: anti-Dracula. Puked.
0: Yeah, you know, but at least you were safe from fucking that. Um, I also, a friend of mine, I I took a friend of mine um, passed away last week, and um, he was an an awesome guy. He was older than me, but um, I'd known him for years in Colorado, and he was missing a leg. He had a prosthetic leg. And I remember. One day we were sitting on the couch, and he had popped his leg off because he'd like to take it off, and we were just sitting on the couch. And he goes, hey, grab this. And I'm like, what? He handed me his leg. So I put it between my legs so I could actually (laughs) have a real third leg. And, um, you know, because I was like – and I I remember taking that picture. And he was always so funny about it. Like he treated it like it was some kind of setup for a joke. He used it as a prop. And, but I was wondering, is it, I mean, if you see somebody, I'm not saying to make fun of them, but like, let's say you're sitting there, you're having a conversation and somebody sitting I mean, do you like bring it up? Let's say somebody's missing their eye, you know, they're like quick and got, you know, they're just, they're not even trying to cover it up. Um, like, there's no patch like, or nothing.
1: Uh, the Senator for Texas. Yeah, there you go, Dan. Whatever his name is, Crenshaw.
0: Yeah, I mean, or they got you know they're missing an arm, or they're missing a leg or a foot. I mean, is it appropriate to be like, "Hey, what happened," or is it like, or do you, I mean, I guess as it as it depends upon the person and the in the the scenario and all of the different you know random bullshit that could be going on. Because uh, me, I'm like. I just want to get it out there in the open. Like, yo, why are you missing a titty? Oh, well, you know, I had a, I had, yeah, I had my titty taken off.
1: Oh shit. Okay. But so it's it's probably okay. Depending on how long you've known the person and how open you are with them. But I I could tell you from experience that I had a a pretty sour deal with somebody that had a, a missing limb. Um, when I was a freshman in college, the, you know, that there's, the dormitory cafeteria for all the dormitories to go to. And uh-huh. one of the stations there was a sandwich station. And, uh, one of the guys that worked there, he was missing his arm from like the elbow down. So he so had, was,
0: like, he was, a, he had a, he had like a fucking stump, dude.
1: He had, he had the bend in his arm, but it was just like a little nub right past that. It was so a fucking weapon. It could wiggle, but very small wiggle. And so, I'll never forget it. They were serving muffalotta sandwiches, who's the the dormitory cafeteria?
0: Muffalotta?
1: Muffalotta. So it's that like, sounds like so, a porn. salami. No, it's like salami, pepperoni, uh, chopped up, different kind of olives, olive tapenade or whatever they call it, and so all that onto one sandwich. But it was one big sandwich cut into slices, and so okay, like the party the party sub from Subway, pretty much, and so. I asked for a muffalada. I love yeah. that name. Oh, you sh- you need to look into it. They have it at Schlotsky's. I'm sure they have it out at, at better sandwich no, places than Schlotsky's. So he 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 uses his one good arm and has a spatula, and he sh- he shoves it under the sandwich and he's going to pick it up and the sandwich tips over. And so Uh-oh. what he does is takes his nub arm and <laughs> props up nub the rest arm. of it. <laughs> props up the rest of the sandwich back together. And sh- oh, hell no. uh, You know, he's not wearing a. Uh, he's got a, that
0: sandwich in a headlock.
1: He's not wearing a condom or nothing on his nub. And so he just takes his raw <laughs> nub and right on top of my sandwich and squeezes <laughs> it back together and puts it on a plate and hands it to me. You
0: ate that shit too.
1: I did not eat that. I walk <laughs> yeah, back to did. my. No, I walk back to my table and my friends are looking at my face and they're like, what is wrong with you? <laughs>
0: you know you ate it. I did not eat that sandwich. Oh my goodness, I love it. Um, I uh, I, I had a friend who, I guess it was a friend is a friend's dad, but he um, he was missing all his fingers except like two knuckles, like that were coming down from like like where like from your middle knuckle to your I mean from your knuckle to your middle of your finger, and that's mm-hmm. it. And they were sewn together. He had them sewn together so that he could make a claw or something, a flipper, and. Dude, he would rap people with that shit. Like he beat the like he come up and tap you with that shit, but hard. <laughs> I mean, he he beat the shit out of people. But um, yeah. So I guess I probably shouldn't, you know, bring up yo your, what happened to your leg. But I just find it interesting. I don't even find I don't think it's weird. I find it interesting. So, um, for those of the people that are listening that have no idea, me and Mike both um are music lovers we love muzak you know we're not lovers personally he's got a wife and shit he dumped me a long time ago but um we have you know appreciation for music different kinds of music i was a dj for a long time i play guitar and drums and all kinds of fun bullshit just because it's always been something i'd like to do um mike has played um a lot of open mic nights and been hired to, I guess, play guitar and sing to people and do all that bullshit and, um, back in Fort Collins where we both used to live. And um, I uh, I still – I didn't look up that house, that place on Drake. I was trying to remember the name. Um, uh, the place on uh, It wasn't CB and Potts. It was um, – I can't remember, but it doesn't really matter. Anyway, so Mike has a little broader um, – I hate to say broader, but i he listens to different music than I do on the norm um and i'm I a little more in would, touch
1: with my feelings than you are I,
0: I would say so yeah you're you have um you know i'm a i'm of a v- genius, but you might be more of a vagina um <laughs> and that's not a bad thing um, <laughs> but um no, i don't mean that i love uh you know there's nothing i am definitely not as um as in touch with my inner you know whatever I guess as you are when it comes to music so we were listening to music we were sitting about at your pool in your fire pit down in Texas when I was at your house the last time and you know we're sitting out there and telling stories and we ate food and s'mores or whatever the fuck it was and you and were playing cold. music it was cold and you were playing music that I was like what the fuck is this I mean I'm okay with you know Texas red dirt country I like you know I don't know a bunch of them, but the Texas Troubadours and Parker McCollum. And, uh, I, I like a lot of the local guys down there. And, um, but you were telling me about a guy,
1: <clears throat> excuse me, that, um,
0: was a buddy of yours from Wyoming, right? That you were telling me about.
1: Yeah. So I don't really know him a whole lot personally, but I do know his brothers. Um, his name's Ian Munsick. So locally it says he's from Sheridan, Wyoming, but he's from a smaller town North of Sheridan. But he's actually, he's exploded. He's he's huge. Uh, you can hear him on SiriusXM. You can hear him on, you know, New Country Music List, stuff like that. But his whole family's musical. Their their dad instilled that into them, and they would play, uh, like, yearly Christmas shows at the local deal, like the whole family. Um, and, uh, like I the think Partridge they, family? Pretty much. And both brothers, like, have their own separate bands. They're not quite as big as him, but... From what I understand, his story is pretty interesting. He moved from Wyoming to Nashville because he knew that he wanted music to be his, his life, and so just had yeah. to hone his skills, and he tried to leave once, and his mom told him to go back to Nashville. Uh, and, you know, thank goodness for him he did because he's been pretty dang successful. He's played with Travis Tritt. He, you know, put a cover of a Dolly Parton song, and she ended up recording a video of her listening to it and doing, like, a reaction. That's uh, cool. And he's, yeah, he's playing huge sold out shows all over the place now.
0: You know, one thing that, um, strikes me as different from when we were kids is the ease and ability for artists to put their music out there and be heard or be listened. Um, there was, you know, when, um, when SoundCloud first came out, it was one of the first times I remember hearing like independent artists. It's how Post Malone got heard and got a you know, got his career going. Um, as far as being You know Heard by the masses But there's a so lot, many A lot ways. of
1: like DJ stuff on SoundCloud too From back Absolutely. in the day Like people That's mixing I, Songs together Put and a lot of stuff Doing the mashups Like stuff like that That mm-hmm. was always Really cool back then
0: Yeah I mean You could You could just give it Just about get anything Hear any kind of genres And Different genres And But What I realized is Recently when I went into My buddy's studio And We were You know Recording something yeah. I was like I'm amazed that you can lay down this and then it can be looped and then it can be ran through this kind of amplifier and it can run through this filter and whether it be a microphone, whether it be instruments, whatever, um, you know, you can play, you know, an eight or 16, you know, whatever of drums and it can be looped and repeated and spread out to be perfect. And I mean, there's so much cool stuff that can be done with music now that, Um, wasn't around like back then if you wanted to put an album together you had to go rent out a studio and or get some recording stuff and go into a bathroom but anyway on occasion Mike sends me songs or he'll tell me about music have you heard this and I think he's trying to get sentimental and in touch with me or something you know he's trying to express his heartfelt love for Jay and um, or he's I don't know maybe he's trying to you know he's trying to turn me on to you know some weird shit Um, but anyway so he, um, there's five or six songs that he sent me today. He's like, "What do you think about these? Let's, uh, what do you think?" So I'm like, "You know what? We'll just play them." And I, uh, there's only one on here. Actually, there's one that sounded very familiar, um, which I'll tell you which one that was. There's one I definitely heard because they're a very popular band. And then um, the last one is one that I knew about probably just about as quick as anybody because I was still DJing and playing music in the clubs when it came out. Um, but, so we'll start off with this one which is, I believe the band is called Smile Empty Soul.
1: Yeah. And the same. song
0: is called Silhouette. But it's an acoustic version so I haven't, I haven't I've never heard this song.
1: Like um, I'm a, acoustic or studio?
0: I've never heard any of it. I don't even know who this band is. So we're going to play it real quick and uh, we'll see what, we'll, we'll talk about it after we play it. Um, like when I first hear that, um, obviously it's some pretty good, <clears throat> excuse me. I mean, he's sitting there playing an acoustic guitar, um, regular old six string. He's playing his music and it sounds pretty good. Um, his voice is a little, a little very Seattle to me. It sounds like <laughs> Seattle kind of, uh, grunge, um, grungy, um, yeah. Cause I can't imagine what the studio version is. I didn't. I didn't uh, download or listen to it, so I don't know if it's a very. Is he a rock band? Is uh, is that a rock band? Smile Empty Soul.
1: Yeah. So I don't. Honestly, I don't know what genre you'd call it. It's like kind of between 2005 and 2010. I feel like there was a group of like five bands like that. Um, Alt rock. Kinda, yeah, and so. Like meat puppets? <laughs> to, to, to kind of explain why I send you music to listen to is one because you're so critical of it it makes me laugh and so uh, like you know it's it's all stuff that obviously I, I like and so I send it to you just to hear you shit on it because I know you're going to regardless <laughs> uh, but but two because uh, you know I'm curious if, if I could find something that you'll be like yeah I, I really like this uh, and so it's it's kind of like a a competition to me to yeah a challenge to see if i can (laughs) find something that you like so but the reason i i I picked this this song or this band or whatever is you know i I know that you have expressed and i my guess is that it's because you spent so much time in strip clubs djing that you like like buck cherry kind of sound and to me this is i find buck cherry to be really annoying but i find i find the sound like to the this group of uh or this genre of music to be very similar, um, okay. Where to me, like Buck Cherry was more gimmicky. Um, they where, uh,
0: did what they could do to get, you know, noticed. Make and make the money. I mean, yeah. Make that money. I mean, you know, like they came out with Crazy Bitch. I mean, yeah. That was uh, I mean, obviously commercial success.
1: And well, it's like CeeLo Green. Fuck you. It's like. You know, it works for a little bit, but then it it quickly goes away.
0: Yeah. I mean, you don't hear people talking about,
1: yo, I want to go see Buck Cherry play this summer. No.
0: Um, but uh, right. a very if you cool do it, song, It's like some, I, I kind um,
1: of, it's a some kind of music of like festival where like, well, where like white trash girls are getting sprayed with a fire hose or something. Yeah. Which I, is um, fine.
0: I like that. Uh, It makes me think about uh, paint raves and paint parties I used to see and go to on occasion. Those were crazy.
1: Um, Yeah, and I never spent time at stuff like that. That's, like, big crowds like that scares me. Like, I'm claustrophobic. If I'm stuck in a bunch of sweaty people, I don't like it.
0: The craziest shit that ever happened to me, like, I don't know if you've ever, I mean, have you ever got on stage playing and been like, oh, my God, there's a lot of people? Because... Um, it happened to me. I was in Mexico in 2011. I went down there and Medusa records, who was a label that I was signed to when I was DJing and they had a thing called the snowball electro fest. It was all electro music, house music, stuff like that. DJ and just, you know, crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, think, you know, Calvin Harris, think, um, What's that other guy's name? I can't even think of his name right now. Um, it doesn't matter. Think techno music, but but not techno. House like your, and your electronic. Game. Yeah, and it was crazy because I actually, I, I have the commercial still in Spanish. I'll send it to you. It's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> um, just the way that the guy, he's talking in Spanish, and then he goes, DJ J. Jones. <laughs> and it's hilarious um, with his accent and everything. But I had a few of my friends that came down for that show. Uh, Sabotage, Sean from Miami, and um, uh, Debo Diabolic from Denver. I mean, some, a lot of people came down for that show. But I was freaked out because, I i mean, I saw this downstage for, you know, for Soundcheck. But they didn't have the back of, like, they had a big, like, netting in front of it. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't notice. I took pictures of it after because I was like blown away. But um, I went out there, and there's like forty something thousand people, and I'm like, uh, I'm used to playing five, four, five, six hundred people events, and it's a, it's a whole nother level of like, oh my god, I think I might have peed my pants a little bit. But um, have you ever have you ever had a little not not like stage fright, but just like stage like. Kind
1: of like whoa. I, I would kind of get the same nerves every time I would play, and you know, I definitely was not playing to crowds like that size. You know, you can yeah. divide it by a thousand, and that's probably where I was at. You know, maybe thirty to forty people max. Um, Still people, man. Yeah, mostly bars, pubs, uh, restaurants. There was one restaurant I did that was like a two-hour gig, and there's no way I could play for two hours now, just because I'm so busy. I hardly practice, but uh, yeah. probably the the coolest show I played is I moved to Germany for six months when I was in college to do a semester at a international business school there and actually got I took my I took a big bag of clothes and my guitar and once I got there I found a place to live and I uh by the end of it I had actually gotten hired by a pub to do a show uh at an Irish pub a local Irish pub there so that was really cool
0: nice I um I was very fortunate. It's so weird that I sit here today, and I'm sitting here in New Jersey, and I'm in my little studio that I have set up upstairs. And I uh, I think about how different life was back then. When I, was, I mean, I was traveling. I was playing four and five nights a week. I was in Mexico, and uh, I mean, I just tra- I traveled everywhere. I mean, I was on. I was in an airport. It seemed like every day. Or It was just It was really weird Different time Different life It feels like Like a whole different life But um Well it's funny Is you
1: don't You don't talk about it All that much And so like You know I had you DJ my wedding And it's like Oh yeah This fucking DJ You know You don't talk about it So nobody knows You did these like Big things musically Yeah
0: But I mean I don't talk about Playing guitar either But I can I can play guitar I I mean Now the only thing I can't do is sing But I found out recently, you get a producer. <laughs> there's and a you get some filters. There's a fix for that called Auto Tune, baby.
1: But um, I'm surprised you can play guitar with those big sausage fingers. Um, yeah,
0: they're they're not that
1: big. <laughs> um, well, not long, but they're kind of
0: thick. <laughs> that's what she said. Um, <laughs> story of my life. <laughs> I'm just thick, baby. Um, so let's move on to the second song. Um, I okay. will tell you this. Never. I've never heard of this individual. Um, I was surprised when it got going. I didn't expect this. Um, The artist name is Watsky, I believe.
1: Um, Yeah, his name is his His full name is George Watsky. So he's interesting because he's a slam poet from San Francisco. Um, Me and Amber saw him play at the House of Blues in Dallas when she was pregnant with it must have been Telkin because we didn't have to get a babysitter or anything um and it's it's somebody who since we've heard his music we're just extremely impressed because he he can rap very quickly um but when you look at him he's like a tiny little nerdy white guy um but he is he's he's very talented (laughs) um
0: Nice, well let's get into this song, it's called Whoa, Whoa, Whoa Let's see what it, uh, what we got here with Watsky George Watsky, what a fucking name Ramadan, and to battle young Padawans all the damn day I'm getting naked and I'm hot on a racquetball so hot I got the motherfucker a la flambe I go to Miley's house, I see that Miley's home I play Miley's ribcage with my dick like it's a highly phone Yes, that was highly fucked up, but my skills are highly honed And if I was highly hyphy, I might be more widely known C'est la vie, better pay my fee They kick it the in Seattle going the Patagonian jacket They get it in the bag in a plain white tee heat up a bed then a break it then a chop it, then he eat it up a pita would never approve of the way I've been treating the music I bleed it I bruise it I kick it to the curb and then I'm slipping I'm rubbing I be freaking it doing it keeping it moving I'm picking apart the muscle when I'm thinking about the hustle but I'm nice nice wow I um whoa 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 I um there's a lot to unwrap here with this um <laughs> <laughs> unwrap this rap um so Rap happened to be, and hip hop happened to be the first genre of music. Obviously, when I got into DJing was uh, the main reason I got into DJing. Um, but this is definitely different. It brings in a lot of asp. So when you hear, when I hear the intros of Kids' chorus, mm-hmm. makes me think a lot of Kanye West um, when he his first album, um, College Dropout. Um, and also... For me, for me, nappy roots, macklemore, um, nappy roots a little bit. Um, uh, yeah, there's a more of a stretch for me, but I mean, like macklemore, um, and, I, and that's not the white thing because this is a young white guy, um, but it's the He's obviously talented because he, he changes his cadence and his flow. And I love the people that, like Eminem, is probably the best ever at it, I guess, to play on words yeah. um, and make words sound different to fit his narrative or his rhyme. But um, super talented. I mean, uh, I I got, you know, there's MGK and Macklemore, a little Eminem there with his heavy flow, some Twista, Busta Rhymes, Rhymes. Um, with the fast stuff, I mean, very cool song. Um, I'm gonna. I think that that might be one of the first songs you ever sent me that I'm like, you know what? I <laughs> want to listen to that one. I'll actually listen to that song. So if anybody wants to listen to that song, um, it's uh, George Watsky. But you can just look up Watsky, and it's called Whoa Whoa Whoa. Um, I don't listen to a lot of hip hop and rap anymore because I'm just not a big fan of today's rappers. But I do like this. There's um, there's a lot of. Uh, I call him like you said. This guy was a slam poet. Um, yeah, I I think a lot of that when I hear like um, Tom McDonald um, and some other rappers that are they're they're spitting they're rapping I should say not spitting but they're rapping a lot about social social injustice um, cultural appropriation um, mm. racism the government politics, a lot of sensationalism, um, a lot of crazy stuff that's going on. And I feel like there's it always makes me think they're they're
1: angry. Um,
0: and, and maybe they are, and that's okay.
1: I think but, everybody's um, kinda angry. Everybody's angry.
0: At some, at something somebody somewhere is angry.
1: Just driving D F W and you'll see how angry everybody is. I'm I'm tired
0: of, of that's if I could get rid of one thing in my life it would be the ability to be have anger. It's the worst fuel in anybody's life that it could possibly have. Um, this next song is by a group that is, um, I've, I've, for years they've been around. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually seen them live at the Stone Pony outdoor stage. My niece is a huge fan. Um, you know, the fans, they say panic, but it's panic at the disco. Um, the song is called This Is Gospel. Which I have heard the studio version. Yeah. Um, I've heard actually a couple different versions. This was actually made into a dance version, too. There's an electronic remix of it. But um, so this is uh, the piano version, which if it's actually him playing the piano, which it probably is, I very did, yeah. talented. Um, I don't know. The, what's what's his name? Do you know the lead singer's name? I can't remember uh, what his name is right now.
1: Brennan Yuri. Yes. Brennan, Brendan Brendan.
0: Brendan Urie. yeah. Um, he's also a video gamer. He's a streamer. He he plays video games. He streams a lot with um, a streamer called Dakotas DK. They play a lot of Fortnite. Him, Dakotas, and there's a um, another guy. Gosh, what's his name? Anyway, I don't care. But he plays a lot of video games. And but he's also extremely talented. He's a model. Um, he does a lot of uh, a lot of cool music. So. This next song is actually, like I said before, it's called This Is Gospel, the piano version. Uh, Brendan Urie on the piano from Panic! at the Disco.
1: This is gospel for the fallen ones, locked away in permanent slumber, assembling their philosophies from pieces of broken memories. Oh, oh, oh.
0: You can anybody can get that song. Um, it's like I said. It's Panic at the Disco. Um, this is gospel. The piano version. Um, I I love piano music and stripped down acoustic versions of just about anything. Like I used to go onto YouTube and actually put in so just acoustic versions or acoustic covers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I liked. You know, MTV did the. Um, uh, what was it called? The, MTV uh, did the um, unplugged. Unplugged sessions, which I just thought was fucking amazing. Everybody, even LL Cool Jays was fucking cool. Um,
1: Eric Clapton, ever, Layla, is easily the best one, though.
0: Uh, no, I'm gonna say no, and you want to know why? You want to know what my favorite is out of all them? Nirvana, the Nirvana Unplugged, which was one of the last, um, like, uh, live video recorded um, sessions. They actually, did it before Kurt um, took his life. There was. Um, But no, that whole thing, and what's crazy about that, I don't mean to get off on a tangent of that, but if you go back and watch the Nirvana Unplugged um, uh, show, you will notice that it looks like a funeral setting in there. If you go back and watch it, knowing that, think funeral, think funeral parlor, think a, um, like a, I mean, just think you're in a funeral parlor. And you will you will immediately understand. I think Kurt had that planned out for a long time, and all the lilies and the very moody lighting that was in there, and just the way he sang and played that night—it was crazy. I mean, I understand addicts and stuff have problems, and he was a multi, like crazy depression, all
1: that stuff. But anyway, Wait, you had um, all that with artists, and who knows what you're going to exactly, get in the end? Yeah.
0: I mean, but anyway, back to the original reason we we're talking about the acoustic stripped down versions of anything, I love to listen to. Um, if it's bad, obviously I turn it off. But I mean, it's, there's so many very cool versions. I love hearing original songwriters do their songs that they put out and other artists recorded. Um, like Chris Stapleton did a lot of that. Um, mm-hmm. But there's a lot of very cool um, music out there. Um, this next one. Uh, I had never heard it, but it sounded super. I, I played it when I was loading it into the, the, my computer here. And it sounded so familiar to me that I was, I was, I just kept trying to, I, I even text Mike. I was like, Mike, you know, is this one that we played at your house? You're like, no, but, um,
1: so, so I picked this one specifically because I don't remember when or why, but I, I remember you like out of the blue one time saying, I hate John Bellion, and I can't stand his music. Yeah. and like for me like i like his music but if you go in like he, ha- he has another like hour-long uh, acoustic concert like very similar to this sound that he did during the pandemic that people could have streamed and now it's now it's on youtube um mm-hmm. but but if you know because because if you listen to his music it's, it's highly produced you can tell that he's got a bunch of really intelligent people around him and he's writing music with people and they're layering upon layers, layers, layers. But when he gets stripped down like this, and he, he gets a different kind of talented musician around him, um, where it's just really talented people making music with him, you know, yeah. you can tell he's kind of composing the whole thing. Um, but it becomes a very complex, interesting song to me to listen to.
0: Well, yeah, and it made me think about the lyrics on that last song. Um, nobody can see this because we're not live streaming this, but... Um, I was sitting there making crybaby eyes to the lyrics because you know he's like if you love me let me go and it's one of the stupidest things I've ever heard in my fucking life Um, if it's causing pain to someone let them go whether you love them or not but if you oh. I, I just never I never buy into that
1: but what I wanted to say about Brennan Urie too is like out of all the musicians I think I've ever listened to I envy his voice the most because it is so unique and so Mm -hmm. just full of range and power. Uh, I like, I totally wish I could sing like him. And, and I, I don't think, I don't recall listening to other bands and stuff where the singer sounds quite like he does. He, He has a very unique sound. That's just him.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a, if you want to hear something that's very, very unique, (laughs) <laughs> um, go, there. There's a song and You know what I'm going to try to While this next song is playing I'm going to try to um, I don't know if I can get it in here I'm going to try um, I'll play it through my mic But um, Her name is LP Have you ever heard of her? LP?
1: I think you had me listen to her before But I don't remember what she okay. sounds like uh, Yeah, she's different for sure um, Very cool But very different um, so this I, I next probably song couldn't sound like her but, either though
0: no, but I'm talking about unique voices
1: yeah she's got one
0: so the next song that we're gonna play is um John Bellion, who I'm not a fan of and Mike knows this so we're gonna to listen to a song blue uh, the acoustic version and uh, we'll we'll see what this is all about Ready? one two three four. <laughs>
1: With my pride thinking, anytime time you could just get up and call. Then I realize what the hell is love when you're in complete control. Hey my hey, my, hey my, hey, my come to my house and take me home. Bike wave, shot down a space, stranded, but I'm not alone. sinking in your ocean just like you
0: designed me to do. fall into your blue wow i um okay i'm going to be honest here i don't mind the song i'm not a big <laughs> fan of everything i've ever heard of him so i didn't even pre-listen to this song when it was when you sent it to me cuz i'm like i don't fucking like this dude um that song is cool. Um I like the lyrics of the song. Um Yeah. Like I said, I like anything stripped down version, but
1: the the uh, thing I like about him is is it's like his voice is an instrument. It's not just a a way to get lyrics across. Um and so just the ease of range that he has to go to those crazy high notes which after you telling me how easy it was to record the song that you did for your uncle, it's like, well, Hopefully it's just not crazy overproduced auto-tune, but, uh, you know, hopefully he has that much talent and you didn't just, like, shatter the glass ceiling for me and, and bring a, a mirage to life. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm
0: going to get into this next song on here, um, and I I appreciate you sharing that. John Bell you know, but I I, I kind of wish you hadn't
1: um, <laughs> you don't want to admit that you are okay with I, one of his songs uh, yeah I guess it's alright um, I actually
0: this next song um, obviously I listened to a few snippets of each song um, except that blue one because I was like oh fuck that guy but um, <laughs> this next one is Taylor McCall and I when I heard it I was like ooh it's country um, but not like twang country it's but it's a more like folky country it's it sounded really cool and i'm actually really excited to hear it so um this song is by taylor mccall and it's called jericho rose let's go ahead and play that fucking dig
1: this (laughs) this song is good this is so
0: cool I really, really dig that song. Like that, that can go into my Spotify playlist. That song, that's a good one, Mike. Where'd so, you hear I, that song? Tell me uh, the story, bitch.
1: Okay, so first off, I want to say everybody should go check out the video of it because what this guy, what you think he looks like listening to his <laughs> exactly. voice, I promise you is not. what I he was looks expecting like.
0: to hear a voice like Hanson, Mbop.
1: Yeah, he he's. Pr- he looks like he's about 16 years old, but like, what a dang voice that guy's got! Oh uh, no, it's amazing. So, so this song I think randomly popped up. You know, we listen to a lot of like, I guess, red dirt country down here, and so yeah. once you get like st- stuck on a playlist, it'll just keep going and going, and so eventually he popped up. But this is probably the first song I listen to every night when I when like me and Amber decide, hey, we're gonna have an outside patio night. So I'll put the projector up in the backyard as, like, the sun's setting so it's kind of twilighty. We have all the, the uh, fire lanterns you're going. You're trying to set and, the mood? And the string light's going and a glass of whiskey and the fire pit. The fire's oh, going.
0: you're getting ready to try to lay down your lady. Well. hmm Set it
1: up for me, Mike. Sometimes nights are longer than <laughs> others, but. Uh, <laughs> like five minutes
0: longer? Oh, but
1: it's man. just a it's a perfect song when you're in that you know getting ready for a night where you're just gonna like hang out and you want to put yourself in a good mood and it just relaxes your whole body uh and i i just love taking that song in when when i'm like getting ready to have a a fun night or you know a, not a fun night but like a, a relaxing good hangout night yeah
0: i um you know, I heard that song, and I instantly... Because you talked about Unique Voice with John Billion, and then this guy's a Unique Voice, too, for the way he looks. But this next voice I'm going to play, this wasn't part of the thing, but I'm going to play you, play you LP. I'm going to try, because I've never actually tried to share the audio on here, but we're going to give it a shot. Why not? Um, just tell me if you end up not being able to hear it. But um, it's her name is LP. Um, it is her initials, I believe. LP, and the song's called Lost on You. And uh, just listen to the crazy stuff that this woman does with her voice. Uh, Let's see if we can play it here. Hopefully it doesn't have any commercials. ¶¶¶¶ I mean, I absolutely love LP. I've heard a lot of her, a lot of her stuff, um, and I actually wish that more people knew who that was. But um, she's absolutely incredible. She's an amazing live. She's got an incredible story. Um, she's written a few books,
1: and uh, but no,
0: I love the, I love the feel of that song. Just the, you know.
1: Yeah, Just, I can't uh, even imagine. Like, if sense. you're walking into like a a club or a bar or something, and and she's singing, and you're not ready for it.
0: Oh yeah, she'll blow your fucking brain. You're like, whoa. But um, so yeah, if people want to hear that song. It's worth a video to watch too. LP is her name. Um, the initials L and then P, like L like lips, like and Lincoln P Parks. like penis, like lip penis. That's uh. You know, speaking of lip penis, don't want to, I want to make sure everybody knows. For Halloween, you haven't figured out what to put on your porch yet for kids to have. Um, I don't know if it's a proper gift, but blowjobs, everybody likes those. And uh, so don't forget. Just not Um, for kids. uh, Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about like when I show up at the door, like when me and Mike show up together, um, that's still going to be weird. I'll watch. You'll watch. That's right. But LP is very cool. So um, this last song is. you know that we got here is uh, by a guy who is, was actually a lead singer and a guitarist in a a thrash metal band, a hard rock band, and then he became a, a DJ. Um, and everybody has heard something by this guy. I don't care what you listen to in your life or what, whether it be this song. There's a million different songs that he's done that are actually fantastic. So, so,
1: so the reason I, I threw this one at you last minute song was because uh, so Telkin's initials are TNT, which we intentionally planned out for him mm-hmm. and luckily, yeah. well not luckily, but it happens to be that it totally fits his personality so his favorite song is TNT by ACDC I love naturally it. Yeah. however, you know, I've gotten kind of tired of listening to that song, I didn't like ACDC that much yeah. in the first place, but we we had to introduce him to it And Mm -hmm. so this week, me and his brother, Paddock, we were driving to the gym, and I was like, hey, I think I got a song you guys would like. And so I played it for him, and Telkin's in the the back seat, you know, kind of bumping his head with me. And, you know, I'm looking at him in the mirror, and I'm kind of keeping the beat to try to show him the music. And so he's been wanting to listen to this song every single day. And uh, this morning, Amber, you know, says, hey, Alexa, play some morning music. And it's this nice, like... Yeah. energy flow like feel Get good for the essential day. oils out yeah she's like <laughs> she, she's talking to paddock she's like hey do you like the music and he's like i want to listen to bangerang <laughs> she's like just what i want to start my fucking day with is some edm <laughs> i love it oh that poor woman you know, but, um
0: i love it so if, if people haven't figured it out yet it's bangerang by skrillex uh, featuring um I think that it's, I know it's, it's spelled like Syrah, but I think it's Sarah.
1: And, um, I, no, I think it's it's Syrah. It's Syrah? Are you sure? Si- like Syrah. Like Syrah. Like, wait, like Syrup.
0: Syrah. S- like, like Syrup.
1: Syrup.
0: Syrupy. Like honey. Syrup. Hot
1: honey.
0: See, we're 360. Back to the hot honey. Anyway, <laughs> all right. So we'll play a little bit of the Bangarang here, which is a great song. I played it in clubs and stuff, but uh, let's jam out to some Skrillex. my boys <laughs> At the gist um i actually i just had ptsd back to the club days jesus um <laughs> you
1: cracked your wow. back and had an acid trip
0: yeah that's right so old sonny moore that's um who skrillex is that's really his name <laughs> sonny moore
1: um i'd go with
0: skrillex too yeah i would too and he, he did and he does and uh as far as i know he's still making music and playing music but uh, a lot of commercial success with that guy so good for him when, good on when sonny
1: I, when i was in third grade uh we wasn't to, out. we were supposed to go on a field trip and i got a migraine before and puked on the floor in the third grade class and a kid named sonny hurl stepped in it later in the day because they just put some <laughs> sawdust on it and didn't clean it up sonny hurl <laughs> <laughs> stepped in your hurl oh that's
0: so fucked up i don't like that um, anyway long story short for those of you that have been listening and enjoying this podcast um me and Mike both have a good appreciation love of music. We both enjoy playing it listening to it. And I'm sure he'll keep sending me stupid fucking songs and I'll keep being hypercritical of them and uh telling him how bad they suck even if I do like it.
1: Um, well now now I have to hold back until I'm actually on here. And you have to Hey, absolutely.
0: That sounds great. No, well, we can do this. We can have this a recurring thing of, you know, bring on the music with the mic. Um it'll be a good time as um this layer what is it this layer is it this layer what 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 do you have written there i don't know what I <laughs> it says this this layer um i think you had a i think you had a uh um a seizure when you were typing your name um but that's okay whatever or is that your band is that like your your stage name this layer no <laughs> all right everybody put your hands together for this layer <laughs> that sounds it sounds like the a rock band from the
1: 1980s this layer I think they would put their hands together.
0: They put their hands in it. They shove all of it. (laughs) At least a
1: couple knucks,
0: a couple knucks up in that butt. That's right, knuckle deep in this (laughs) bitch, baby. Um, Anyway, so we've been at it uh, long enough. Not long enough to where I'm sick and tired of looking at myself, and I'm really sick and tired of looking at Mike. Um, He has a big giant bush of a fucking goatee on his face. It looks like uh, think think. 1970s porn bush and it's there he tries to pretend like it's a beard but it's not because he can't really grow one and he's one of those guys that's you know he can grow more hair on his face than he can anywhere else on his body
1: it's a little Um, pubis on the sides
0: a little there's something Um, I don't know what it is but it's great
1: so um, Mike
0: anything else you want to talk about before we run out of here
1: no I don't have uh, outside stuff happening so I don't have anything to plug
0: well that's that's good you know, hey, I guess if you're looking to, you know, oh, I was going to tell you, just so you know, on Facebook Marketplace, I saw a house in Nokona for $20,000. I,
1: I saw a uh, a duplex in Springtown, Texas for $94,000 today that I'm looking at pretty heavily.
0: You should buy it. You know, for those that don't know, Mike's a, he buys up houses and rents them out. He's a, he's a slumlord.
1: A slumdog.
0: A slumdog millionaire. Slumlord, slumlord hundred, hundredaire. Oh, for those of you. Chamillionaire. Um I actually you know you know what i had to think that you should go as Halloween. I got a costume for you. You should go to work as Bobby okay. D. Maybe Bobby D you know what that D. means? Bobby Delvecchio. People look it up. You don't know who Bobby Del he's the most famous cowboy in the history of the world. Ask worst him, boss tell you. on the planet. Yeah, he's probably the worst boss ever, but <laughs> God damn! So many good stories and stuff that maybe we can share with you next time. It's all there's all kinds of stuff that maybe Mike can share that we've uh, we've had the we've been fortunate to go from one side of the country to the other together, watching football and doing stuff, and um, spent uh, more hours than we probably should together. And but I look forward to spending more. So thanks for coming on, buddy. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, no problem. And
0: uh, I'll make sure that I get Mike on here again. We'll do more music. Uh, Music enrichment, music classes in session with uh, with Mister Mike. So, yeah, um,
1: if you guys liked it, let us know, and if you didn't like it, then shut the fuck up.
0: That's right. I like that. Yeah, go fuck yourself, as we Mix say it, in yeah. my on my podcast and over on the unfiltered. Um, so I would be, uh, I was what's the word remiss if I didn't mention. That I'm also a co-host on the Unfiltered Podcast. It comes out each and every Wednesday. Um, you can find that on unfpod.com, the webpage. You can get all the links to the shows.
1: I've heard that's an okay program.
0: It's an okayer. It's a good one. It's uh, I, uh, I think it's one of the reasons I actually ended up deciding to do my own. And this one is fucking fantastic. I mean, <laughs> well, look at this. I mean, look at all this studio-quality shit we got going on.
1: Hey, three and a half stars on Yelp is pretty good.
0: Yeah, dude, I actually I got a two star review on Uber Eats for my podcast. <laughs> and uh, so that's pretty good. But um, yeah, and it's, as far as the two penny podcast this is what you're listening to right now, each and every Friday I drop a new episode. Sometimes it's just me rambling, and I always love having guests on. So I'm glad that Mike was able to join me tonight. But uh, should you have any topics, any ideas, any thoughts, anything you want to, um, you know, talk about, hear about, whatever, you can you can actually call the two, I do have a phone number but I don't even know what that phone number is for the two penny, I can't remember what it is so, it doesn't even matter but, um, put
1: it, put it in the notes
0: I'll put it in the notes, just like I'll put all these artists and their songs in the notes I probably won't, cause fuck them, they you got should. enough money you know, fuck them um, yeah, I'll put them in the show notes, that way in case anybody wants to actually fucking listen to those songs and um, so yeah, until next all time. of them loved them they were my favorite absolutely my favorite so um yeah if you don't get a chance to uh you know get a little loving love yourself that's right essentially that's saying if you can't fuck somebody else go fuck yourself because i know i will so for my good buddy mike i appreciate him coming on i'm jay jones this is a two penny podcast make sure you tune in each and every friday for a new episode um spotify apple podcasts um Anchor FM. Anywhere and everywhere you like to download your pods from, you can get it right there. So uh, make sure you check us out. Um, Thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. And uh, yeah, go fuck yourself. Touch somebody. Just not the kids. Okay? Enjoy your Halloween, everybody. Bye! Bye!